Accepting the challenge of becoming a first responder is an honorable choice. We're thankful for every man and woman who serves. But this noble service takes its toll on the body, on the mind, and on the spirit. As a public safety chaplain, it's my desire to encourage you along the way and to help you think through the important issues of spiritual health. You have nothing more valuable than your spirit. How good are you and I at caring for this most precious part of our being? It's something to think about. I'd like to expand for a few minutes on the topic of virtues. Most recently, we introduced the idea of virtues as distinguishing marks of spiritual health over against mental health. Mental health has to do with our inner thoughts and inner feelings. Virtues, on the other hand, are qualities that are outside of oneself and greater than oneself. So what exactly is a virtue? You can look it up in any dictionary. Virtues are defined as qualities of moral excellence. Things like integrity, patience, honesty, self-control, humility, respect. Let me tell you how I learned the virtue of respect. I was seven years old when we moved to a new house. Living next door was a retired man and his wife, the Atwells. Mr. Atwell's first name was Chester, but everyone called him Chet. One beautiful fall day, my father and I were heading out to the car together for some reason that I have long since forgotten. The car was parked in the street directly in front of our house, so we walked out the front door and headed down the sidewalk, Dad leading the way. Dad looked to his left and saw Mr. Atwell out working in his front yard next door. Dad lifted his hand and, greeting our neighbor, said, Hey, Chet. I looked over as well. I lifted my hand and I said, Hey, Chet. Without even having time to turn my head back to the front, I plowed directly into the back of my father, who'd stopped dead in his tracks. He immediately spun me around and back into the house we went. I proceeded to get a stern lecture on the virtue of respect. A young person does not address an elder by his or her first name. Dad could call our neighbor Chet. I should call him Mr. Atwell. Ever since that day, over 60 years ago, it's been difficult for me to call an older person by their first name. We should respect our elders. Respect is a virtue. Of course, you and I could quibble over what any one of us would or would not put on a list of virtues. And we could also debate exactly how any particular virtue should or should not be explained or exercised. Goodness, for example, is a virtue. What it means specifically to be good may differ for a Muslim as compared to a Buddhist, or to an atheist as compared to a Christian or Jew, but no reasonable person would deny that goodness is a quality of moral excellence. It is a virtue. You see, virtues exist 
irrefutably. That is, they exist fundamentally and essentially independent of and higher than any one person or group. Everyone innately believes in virtues. It's part of what it means to be a human being. So, virtues are defined as qualities of moral excellence. Notice that implicit in the definition of a virtue is the idea of morality. What is morality? Morality is a system of prescribed conduct that defines and differentiates between right and wrong, good and evil. In other words, morality is a code of conduct that consists of a whole complex of virtues. Again, remember that these ideas are irrefutable. To try to argue against their existence is self-defeating. To say that there is no such thing as morality is itself to impose a moral judgment. Here's my point. Since fundamental virtues and moral values are irrefutable, and since they are outside of us and greater than us as individuals, for these reasons, virtues and values are part of who we are spiritually, each and every one of us. You believe in virtues, and you have a system of morality, whether you've thought much about it or not. Your individual beliefs about virtues and values will impact your physical health, the care of your body, and will impact your mental health, the way that you process your thoughts and feelings. But virtues and values are foundational to your spiritual health. Each virtue that you believe in becomes a marker or a measuring point for your spiritual well-being. Do you believe that a person should be honest? You don't want other people lying to you, so how honest are you? Do you believe that a person should be patient? You want other people to be patient with you. How patient are you? We'll talk a lot more about the idea of virtues and spiritual health, and we'll build on these ideas in the days to come. But for now... Let me encourage you to perform a basic spiritual exercise, one that you've probably never done before. Sit down for 10 or 15 minutes and make a list of all of the virtues that you believe to be important to human life and to personal interaction. In other words, make a list of the moral qualities that you expect others to live by as they interact with you which also then are moral qualities that you should be exercising in your relationship with others. You no doubt learned a whole host of values along the way from your teachers, your friends, your mentors, your parents, kind of like me. When I learned an important lesson about respect the day that I, as a seven-year-old, lifted my hand and said, hey, to my neighbor Chet, I know that you believe in virtues, because everyone does. Do you ever think about them? Have you ever listed them? How well then do you keep them? It's something to think about.
If there's any way that I can help along the way, please give me a call or shoot me an email. I'd love to talk to you. Take care and thanks for all that you do. Thank you.